Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Red Love. Hello, everyone. I'm Monse, and welcome to the third episode of my podcast, Red Lab. I'm absolutely happy and very, very excited to be here again, guys. You know, it's always exciting to be here. And obviously, after an amazing weekend, like uh, the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix, that obviously took place in Saudi Arabia, and it was last weekend from March uh, 17 to March 19. So let's talk about it in this podcast. So put your helmet on because this podcast is about to start. Okay, so let's start talking about the first day of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, which obviously was a Friday where we had the free practice one and two. So let's do a little recap first of the first practice and then of the second. Well, the first practice started by the Ferraris scoring the first times, obviously Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz, but after them, Lando Norris went on the track and we saw a very, very fast Lando Norris, which I need to be honest, that leveled up high, very high, my expectations on him and McLaren. And after Norris was Checo, the one who went on track, uh, staying him, Norris and Sainz in the first top three places. But after around 20 minutes, the top three was Perez, Alonso and Leclerc. But in that moment, Max went on track. And in a moment, like literally it was a very short moment, where the Alpine cars went into the top places. And from that moment on, we had like a variety of teams competing for the first positions. We had Red Bull, Ferrari, Alpine, Aston Martin, Williams and Mercedes. And before ending the free practice, obviously Alfa Romeo sadly was in the last position along with McLaren, which was a very, very sad news after seeing a very good job from Lando Norris. Obviously everyone expected them uh, to be in the top uh, five maybe positions in this free practice number one. But the ones who were leading this uh, practice were Max Verstappen, Fernando Alonso and Checo Perez. After a few laps, Checo started to have some issues with his car, which made him return back to pits. But luckily, it wasn't something serious, which let him continue in the second free practice. And by the end of the free practice one, we could show the first top two drivers that scored obviously the best times. That was number one, Max Verstappen, number two, Sergio Perez, and number three, Fernando Alonso. Obviously, we expect this from Bahrain. And... We are just very happy that in Saudi Arabia happened again. 
Okay, and well, now let's change to free practice number two. That was obviously on the same day. Friday was the last practice of the day. And it was a little similar with the first practice. Uh, the ones who were in the top five were almost the same, you know, Ferraris, Mercedes. And the top three drivers in this uh, free practice number two, well, by the end of it, were Max Verstappen on first again, Fernando Alonso on second, and Sergio Perez on third position. And well, now let's talk about Saturday that was one of the best days ever. It was literally a very, very, very interesting day, very interesting quality. The free practices were not very interesting, but the quality was one of the most interesting things of this Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Okay, so first of all, in the Quali 1, the top five drivers that were obviously making it to it was uh, Verstappen, Perez, Alonso, Stroll and Leclerc. And unfortunately, the ones who went out on Quali 1 were Sunoda, Albon, De Vries, Norris and Sargent was a very very bad quality for Williams, AlphaTauri and obviously for Lando Norris. But in quality too we had some issues that made the day for me. Actually I'm not a hater but I think it was a good chance for the other drivers to develop themselves better. Obviously they do not depend on Nikes to uh, have issues with his car or to have issues with him as a driver or whatever but I think it was a very good chance for all the drivers like Perez, Alonso, Leclerc to win the pole uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking of it's that Verstappen at half of quality 2 had a mistake well a problem with his engine the team couldn't do anything or couldn't do too much which left Max in the 15th place in this quality 2. But after Max, well, apart from Max, the ones who got out of quality 2 was the Alfa Romeos, obviously Joe Wendrew and Valtteri Bottas, and the Haas, uh, Hulkenberg and Magnussen. This was a very, very bad quality for them. Well, not that bad because they went up to quality 2, that is a very good result. But they got out of this quality also. And well, the quality number three was everything for me, obviously, for the Mexican fans, for the Checo Perez fans. Because in this quality, Checo got the pole, yes, he got the first position. And this was very, very exciting for me. I love Checo Perez, I'm his number one biggest supporter. So I was happier than ever. And after him, the one who got the second position was Charles Leclerc. But unfortunately, he got a 10th position penalty. So he was starting for 12th place. And this left Alonso in second, Russell on third, Sainz on fourth, Stroll on fifth, Ocon on sixth, uh, Hamilton on seventh. Piastri on 8, Gasly on 9 and it let 
Nico Hulkenberg entered to the first 10 places. Uh, obviously, he entered to the 10 position, so it was great for him, I think. And now let's talk about the very best thing of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Yes, the race, the weekend, well, on Sunday, the race, it was one of the best races I've ever seen in my life watching Formula One, you know, one of the most exciting and competitive races ever. Well, at first we knew Checo was on first place because he got the pole on quali, but even before the first gap, well, I think in the first gap, Fernando Alonso overtook Checo, which was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life watching Formula One. You know, I've never imagined Fernando Alonso fighting again for the first place along Checo Perez, you know. These two made me cry because I didn't know which one to support. You know, I've obviously will support Checo and Fernando but in that moment I didn't know if I needed to be happy because Fernando overtook Checo or to be sad because Fernando overtook Checo you know it was a complete uh, ball of emotions that I couldn't control I'm sorry but after that unfortunately Fernando got a five second penalty for this overtake and he also got this five second penalty because when he was like getting his car to the grid where he needed to put his car it was a little bit um it was not in the right place you know so that's why he got also a five second penalty which he fulfilled very very well because unfortunately during the race stroll had some problems, yes, Stroll, his teammate. And obviously this caused them to show a yellow flag and obviously to pull out the safety car, which literally basically made as if the race was starting again. And well, during the minutes in which the safety car left the track, it was when Fernando served his penalty in the pits. And we'll talk about later how this penalty wasn't served correctly. But uh, this caused him to place himself in second place behind Checo Perez, like in the position he was at first at the race. But before this happened, before the safety car was pulled out and everything happened, Max Verstappen, who obviously started on the 15th position because of the bad quality he had was already climbing several positions uh, keeping him in position number eight number seven while everything was happening you know the safety car the Islam stroll accident well it was not an accident it was kind of an issue he had with the car so it was like it was being a very good race and obviously during the race there were so many overtakes like Lando's and Oscar's overtakes which really caused me a great emotion because well it's known that in this circuit it's not very easy to overtake someone you know it's uh, a very small circuit it was a straight circuit and to see how the McLarens were fighting it was really really impressive and unfortunately we almost had another yellow frag from Alban 
but luckily he managed to enter the pit lane before coming to a complete stop, which was a relief for everyone because a yellow flag in this situation or in that time would have been a very, very big disadvantage for Checo, who kept his first place because Max Verstappen was already in second. But before reaching this position, Verstappen and Hamilton had a lot of fights between them. In the end, obviously, Max ended up passing Hamilton, but it was really interesting to see this part because it had been a few months since I had seen them so completely like this. And in this moment, everything literally looked very good, but there was a part where I really had a heart attack. Literally, it was a very big heart attack. It was when Checo informed his engineer that he was having problems with one of his pedals that was obviously very frustrating for me because I thought that this was going to ruin Checo's race. But luckily it was nothing serious. And after this, when the Red Bulls took first and second position, it was incredible to see how only the two of them were competing to win the fastest lap. First Checo had it, then Max, then Checo, and so on until the end of the race. And something that surprised me a lot was seeing a resigned Checo. Well, more than resigned, I would say he was being firm. At one point, his engineer informed him that if he could please keep a piece of 33 seconds, which obviously did not seem fair to Checo since this would give a great advantage to Max, who obviously was coming behind him in second place. So Checo, standing firm, told his engineer that if Max had received the same order, which he obviously knew was not true. So at that moment, it was when Checo refused to decrease his speed. And for a minute later, he asked his engineer if he could give it his all in the last few laps, to which he replied yes by giving this order. And after this, Checo incredibly achieved a great distance from Max, going from 3 seconds difference to 5 seconds. And this is when I said, Checo is the Minister of Defense of Mexico. Checo is giving all. Checo needs to be the world champion this season. And by the end of the race, the great distance that Checo had with Max made him finish winner once again of this circuit. Let's remember that last year he won in this same place. But unfortunately, the one who took the fastest lap was Verstappen, leaving Checo in the same position in the championship table, making a difference between the two Red Bulls of a single point. Yes, just one point between Checo and Max. And this was definitely one of the best races for Checo and one more proof of why he's nicknamed the King of the Streets. And so far in that moment, everything was going perfectly well. The celebration of the two Red Bulls together with Fernando Alonso on the podium, the celebration with the team and an iconic moment that will remain forever in the memories of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix which was when Checo went to greet his former Aston Martin engineers and then go on to greet everyone else. However, leaving Max's father, Jos Verstappen, out of the greetings, which was a good moment that deserves to be remembered as a great meme. Definitely, the face of Jos was from another level. It was an iconic moment that will remain forever in our minds, definitely. 
And as I was saying, until that moment, everything seemed to be rosy, definitely. Everything was going so perfect. But however, at the last moment, the FIA gave an announcement that really left everyone in shock. Or at least it left me in shock. This was that Fernando Alonso had not served his 5 second penalty well and therefore consequently giving the Asturian another 10 second penalty and well, this was chaos, which let me give you my honest, honest opinion about this situation. I feel like Fernando Alonso knew or was aware of the chances that they would want to take his penalty again, so... During the last few laps, he left a distance of 15 seconds with Verstappen, which if they took the penalty again, he would not lose positions. However, no one saw the 10 second penalty coming. Definitely, I think anyone saw that coming. And, you know, a funny thing it was that during the race, Russell told his engineer to tell him when Fernando got into the pit lane to serve his penalty, so George could take more advantage of this to which his engineer informed him that Fernando had already fulfilled it, obviously leaving George very, very disappointed. And believe me when I say that it was a surprise to everyone, because it was literally a surprise to everyone, even George, when he was doing his interviews and they told him about the penalty and his podium, he looked really surprised. I thought, well, I guess somehow, in any way, he could have expected this. And well, despite this, Alonso seemed completely happy. Obviously, due to the great success that Aston Martin was having, finishing in third or fourth for Fernando was everything. So he did not look sad. That was a very, very good thing for Fernando. And well, up to here, everything seemed to have end, you know without Fernando Alonso getting his podium number 100, because I think I did not mention it, but this was going to be his podium number 100. But, however, a few hours later, Sofia made an announcement through the social media that they were going to return the podium to Fernando, which was a very, very exciting news, which obviously caused happiness among everyone. Well, at least I was very, very happy for him. Because, you know, I love Fernando Alonso and I love to see him again in the podium. It's amazing. Obviously, this was definitely a very, very good answer. And well, I also skipped the part where I explained why they had given Alonso this 10 second extra penalty. And well, obviously, it was because he did not fulfill his previous penalty well, but the mistake, in quotes, was that one of his engineers touched the car with the tool used to lift it ahead of time, and well, this was a good reason, again in quotes, to penalize Fernando Alonso, because as his team said, it's something or it's a, some mistake that many times before have been made, so and no one has been penalized. And I think it's very true. There's been a lot of mistakes on Formula One and anyone was penalized because of that. And if they come to penalize any team now for mistakes that weren't penalized 
in the past well not a very past past you know <laughs> a very far past and i think there is no reason why they should penalize them right now you know but of an opinion that Fernando Alonso gave to this situation was that the FIA had 35 laps to tell him about this penalty but they had to wait until the end big mistake there that's what he said obviously Fernando wanted his 100th podium which in the end he ended up winning and I will say this every time he deserves to be in the podium in every race and well guys after this I've finished talking about this great uh, weekend of the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix which was very exciting I loved it so much I can't wait for the Australian Grand Prix yes Australia it's next and I feel very sad because we're not going to have Daniel anymore because he was like the star on Australian Grand Prix but now we have another Australian driver that it's obviously Oscar Piastri I hope he can score points that he gets also a podium I hope the next race it's a very very good race for Oscar and talking about next race let's do our predictions for Australian Grand Prix well, obviously at this point, after two amazing races that were the Bahrain Grand Prix and the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. And by these two races, I can tell you that I expect some similar podiums like Fernando Alonso in it, like Max Verstappen in it, Checo Perez and maybe a Ferrari. So let's, let's hope a Ferrari can enter this time into the top three drivers because they unfortunately couldn't pass from position number six in the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. But luckily, Charles scored his first points of the season. Yes, that's very, very sad, but it's, it's the beginning, guys. We have a long road in front of us. They have a long road in front of them, literally. So let's stay calm. Let's uh, put all of our hopes in Ferrari and also in Oscar. Because as I was saying, it, it will be his first home Grand Prix on Formula 1. So I hope he can give everything that he have right now. I hope McLaren can help him to at least get into the first top 5 drivers. I don't know, I hope Oscar can make his home proud like it, it he makes them proud by being in formula one that's the main thing but i hope i really hope oscar can can get a podium in this in this race in the next race that it's the australian grand prix it's amazing it's amazing how oscar has been developing uh, as a driver you know it's just only been two races and Oscar just scored his first points in the in this uh, weekend on the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So I think he has a very good ability. So let's put all our hopes in him and in his luck for this Australian Grand Prix. So we arrived to the end of this third episode of Red Lab. Thank you for sharing this podcast, for listening to it. But 
I just hope you enjoyed this as much as me. So thank you all. This was Red Love.